This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our Raw Reaction series, episode 106, I want to say, of the Arsenal News Show. You're joining me on Monday, uh, the day after, of course, Arsenal beat Watford 3-2 at uh, the Hornets ground. Really interesting game by no stretch of the imagination, some fantastic goals and a great result. In the end, of course, which has helped Arsenal to push towards their target of trying to reach the top four, all the while their rivals still slipping up. Fantastic to see. Um, good morning to everybody that's joining us in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Pini Wing getting in there first today. Mark Sampson joining us too. Olu, Pini Wing, always there, it seems. Um, Tony, Paul, uh, Mike, uh, Matt G finally getting in there as well. Lovely stuff. King, uh, Mia, we've got Chris, we've got Jose, Dapo Daps, uh, MFB, we, who else have we got in here? Harvey, uh, Sean, we've got Marcus Comfort as well. Uh, did not make the headlines on the birthday. Look forward to the show. Oh, happy birthday, mate. And if everyone could wish Marcus a happy birthday, we would appreciate that. Omar, uh, we've got in there as well. Afsar, GGTV for you. Uh, we've got other Omar too. Loads of Omars in the chat box. Harvey, uh, Stevie, Liam, Dave, Paul, and so many more of you. Well, sorry, I can't read out all of your names because it would take me for absolutely ever. But good morning to everybody in the chat and hope you're doing well. Um, as Reese says, do hit that like button if you haven't done so already. Really does help out the channel. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a big boost to us. So please, please do. And subscribe, of course, if you've somehow stumbled across this show for the very first time. We do them every single day at 8 a.m. UK time. So make it part of your morning routine. You get your breakfast, you get your orange juice or juice of choice, if you will. You sit down, you watch the show, and then you head off to school or work or wherever you have to go. And you have a great day. Anyway, let's crack on with the first story, which is always to tell you to go and subscribe to the Arsenal Way. Link in the description. I'll be live over there at 9.30 this morning, having a bit more discussion and chat about yesterday's performance. Uh, and also plenty of articles went out yesterday as well from myself. Uh, I did a piece about Mesut Ozil's comparisons to Martin Odegaard, how he doesn't want those comparisons, but how he's making it pretty difficult uh, to really make that. Uh, apologies about the poor video quality, guys. 
Uh, it's the internet connection. There's nothing I can still I can do about it really. Um, hopefully the screen and the slideshow is still a bit better. But apologies for that. I can't I can't change anything. Uh, it says I'm on full definition 1080p. So I mean I'll quickly do a quick switch and see if that helps. I'll quickly attach to the Wi-Fi as well and see if that helps. But I don't think it's going to. Uh, I'm risky disconnecting here now and just seeing if that works. But I don't think it's going to work. We've had bad internet in the area recently. So apologies for that. But hopefully you can see the slideshow fine. Um, it's just blurry for everybody else. Um, let's, uh, yeah, so as I say, we've got a piece about Martin Erdegaard uh, and his comparisons to Mesut Ozil and how he doesn't want them. But he's making it very hard not to get any comparisons to him. Um, we're also seeing William Saliba linked with that move to Marseille. I talked about in this piece what that exit could do um, and the perception of Edu if that move was to take place. Uh, and finally, a piece on the ridiculous fee attached to Armando Broja as well. So, look, it's a it's a silly fee. It's a pretty ridiculous fee, if we were honest. £57.6 million, I think it is. And so I wrote about that as well let's move forward to the next story and manchester united lost to manchester city in what was a massive massive win uh, for arsenal a big victory for arsenal in fact it's a game that we absolutely needed manchester city to get all of those points in because if they hadn't have done it would have been like the spurs scenario where we think we've got an extra kind of buffer in the season, but unfortunately, it doesn't work out that way. But thankfully, Man City decided to turn on the style yesterday. And to be honest, Manchester United's uh, their absolute abhorrent defending is a breath of fresh air that we much needed in this Arsenal side. We needed to see this. We needed to see them drop more points, and they have done. And that defence is just absolutely leaning towards it. So, good stuff. Uh, <laughs> very, very happy about that. Uh, moving forwards. And uh, Martin Odegaard has been doing uh, a number of interviews ahead of that goal that he scored, the fantastic goal that he scored yesterday. Um, in fact, he was asked about the captaincy, which has been something that, you know, us as fans have been discussing for quite some time, whether or not he uh, would come into the side and take over that captain's role from Aubameyang and Lacazette next season. Kieran Tini's obviously been taking the armband, but he doesn't seem that keen on taking the armband. He says, if it happens one day, of course, it's cool and all that. But it kind of does not change uh, much for me. I'm not going to change as a person if that happens. And he continued to go on to talk about how, obviously, he says he certainly has all the abilities to do that when I asked Arteta about Erdogan. But he was also talking about how uh, Erdogan was talking about specifically when he got the captain's armband for Norway. It didn't really change too much for him then. So why would the Arsenal captain's armband change anything for him either? He's just naturally a leader. He's naturally that style of player. He's going to give you everything he possibly can. Um, I don't think he needs to be a leader. Uh, sorry, I don't think he needs to be captain to have that added kind of emphasis on the team. And I think that Tierney has probably showed with the way in which he's getting the armband when Lacazette goes off that he is going to get the captaincy next season. But there's no argument there that Odegaard isn't uh, a viable captain for us. He absolutely is. Uh, and should be considered in the future if we do get to that point. Uh, and not our final, but our penultimate kind of story is on uh, Alexandre Lacazette. And Mikel Arteta was asked the question about whether or not he would stay again at the end of the season because he got two assists. And he says, it is the case that uh, I said to you at the end of the season where we know where we are. We'll sit down with those three players and between all of us, we'll decide what we do 
to move forward. So those three players are Alexandre Lacazette, Eddie Nketiah, and um, Mohamed Elneny. All three of those players have their contracts expire at the end of the season. I would be surprised if any of those players stayed. I think Arsenal will, if they qualify for the Champions League, definitely be moving on from them and looking to improve in all aspects of squats and finally i thought i'd end off with uh, a bit of positivity around where arsenal currently sit in terms of predictions um arsenal now with a 66 percent chance of getting into that top four according to the latest 538 prediction algorithms which is really really good to see uh absolutely uh <laughs> i i'm so excited for the end of the season for the first time in such a long time to see where we could end up and uh, yeah, look, I'm looking forward, hopefully, to seeing us get quite far ahead of where we have been for quite some time. Um, and when we finish, or if we finish, I say when, hoping it's very optimistic, but when and if we finish in the top four, that summer transfer window is going to be an exciting time to cover Arsenal news. And you can be sure that we are going to be covering it across all of your YouTube and Twitter and all of that every single day, as we always have done we're going to jump into the chat and see what you are saying um i see a lot of comments still about the quality of the stream i can't change it i've tried to i've attached the wi-fi i've deconnected the wi-fi we're on wide connection there's nothing i can do about it i don't know why it's a bit fuzzy this morning just our area is clearly having a couple of internet issues this morning so i can only apologize for that um, but yeah, no, there's nothing I can seemingly do about it, which is annoying. I'm going to try and connect to the Wi-Fi again to see if that helps. Apologies if I cut out briefly, but uh, I don't know if it's going to work or not. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, let's uh, let's go over to uh, the chat box for questions in the second half of the show. In fact, what I might do is I'm just going to refresh my stream quickly. So I'll be absent for about 30 seconds and then I'll be back. So give me... 20 seconds just to refresh and hopefully that might sort out the issues that we're having. Okay, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you can see me a bit better. I'm hoping that it might not be. I might still be really fuzzy, but I have no idea whether that would have worked or not. It probably hasn't. Let me know if it's any clearer for you guys in the chat box. But uh, yeah, um, Mia says it's the webcam. Uh, it's. I know you, you. I know it looks like it would be the webcam because the rest of the stream is fine, but the webcam's actually fine. Uh, like it's. It's. You know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the issue is. It's clearly the internet because the streaming of the. Uh, of the webcam to the stream is just not working. In fact, what I could do, no, I can't. I was going to say I could change the camera, but I can't because it's all set up with the green screen. That's a shame. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it's slightly better, but uh, I don't think it will be. Um, Reese says, I think people are having me on. Well, I, it looks fine to certain people and not to others, but uh, I don't know. There's nothing I can do about it right now. Apologies. Let's carry on because I'm not going to let it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to change anything about it. So, um, looking forwards, anyway, uh, and looking forwards to uh, what we can expect from the rest of this season, I'm excited. I want to know how you're feeling about things as well. And I want to look at specifically the questions that you've got in the chat box. Uh, Marcus says, did you not see, did you, did not see all of the match, but forwards looks good, defence less so, and the ref even worse, another penalty not given. It's not a question, Marcus. <laughs> It's just a statement, but uh, it's a statement that I absolutely 
agree with. Uh, Dean says, uh, first time live listener, long time Spotify listener, 2 a.m. here in the United States. Well, I mean, based upon the quality of the stream, seemingly, Dean, maybe you would have been better off staying with Spotify. <laughs> but uh, I'm hoping that this is fine. Um, Trevor says, Tom, you're better looking when you're fuzzy. That's nice. Thanks, Trevor. Much appreciate that. I, mean, I want to die. I'm doing everything I can, Trev. I'm doing everything I can, mate. Come on. Cut me some slack. <laughs> Garda says, Tom, what are your top five favorite talent producing academies? Wow. That is quite a big question, uh, Garner. But I mean, I'd have to say Arsenal is absolutely up there. Salzburg is definitely going to be another one. Uh, Leipzig is going to be another one. Um, where else would I say he's got some top talent that's come through? Well, no, we've taken some decent talent from Lorient. You have to imagine. Ajax has definitely got to be up there as well in terms of talent production. They've had a ridiculous amount of young players come through their youth academy. And one more. I mean, you, you can't I say it's not a favourite, but Chelsea does produce some ridiculously good young talents. Um, so while they're not a favourite, they're probably one of the best uh, productions of young talent that's out there. Le Havre says Omar as a possible one as well. Loads of French clubs are going to have loads of, you know, um, products that come through because you look at how good the French national side is. Not many of those players play in the French leagues because they've been produced in France and then they've been sold elsewhere. And they're absolutely brilliant in that sense. Um, let's go to another question from... Dum, 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 scrolling up. Omar says, the next three games are Leicester, Villa and Liverpool. How many points do you see us getting? Seven for me. Uh, I think that if we can get six, I'm happy. Uh, I, I, I really think expecting more from the Liverpool game and being disappointed, uh, you know... I wouldn't be disappointed if we didn't get anything from the game because we know how good Liverpool are. But look, if we can get anything, it would be a massive boost to our chances of getting top four. And look, it's a, they're both home games, Leicester and Liverpool. Villa is obviously away and that's a tough game and we need to try and win that. But Liverpool would be huge. And it's at home, so hopefully we can try to get something from the game. Um, Matthew says, Tom, we gave Emery a free pass in his first season, but when he missed his chance of top four, it came back to bite. Surely Arteta needs to grab this chance. I think, I mean, we talk about giving him a free pass. We always knew he needed more than one transfer window. But after his second transfer window, obviously, we really did kind of fall away significantly. And we were in the bottom half of the table, hence why he was sacked. I, I'm not sure it was a free pass because I, I do feel that he sacrificed finishing in the top four at an attempt of winning the, champion, uh, the Europa League and that failed. But Arteta needs to try and grab this chance, absolutely. But we were in a worse position at the end of Emery's tenure than at the end of Arsene Wenger's tenure. And we had to pick ourselves up from that. We had a fractured dressing room. Um, we had a squad that needed a big overhaul and big changes. And that was never going to happen in that one and a bit seasons that we had. This season, we're making those right steps. If we don't get top four, it'll be a disappointment. It won't be a failure to me, but it will be a big, big disappointment. Henrik says, if Tottenham lose tonight, do you think that the Liverpool game is going to be a write-off? No, no game is a write-off. There are no free hits at this point against the side of Liverpool when we've got the opportunity at home to try and get some points. And, you know, whilst I'm not expectant of us to get any points because they're a much better team than us, you know, it's not a free hit because it could be a really big game for us to pick up some unexpected points in the race for top four. Um, scrolling down a little bit more, Robert says the mindset should be about finishing third, that the mindset, Robert, should be about finishing as high as feasibly possible. So when Edu came out after September and said, I didn't want to put a target on top four, top six, top eight, top 10, 
look, the ambition is to win the next game. The ambition is to go and win every single possible match that we can. There's no numbers. It's just about making sure we get the W. That's all that matters to Arsenal right now. Zana says, do you think the Amazon cameras have been a distraction? And even though we have done well in the Premier League, do you see exponential progress next season when the cameras are away? No, I mean, ironically, the correlation at the moment is the cameras being there and we're doing quite well this season. So who knows? We'll only know next season, Zander, when the cameras are not as much in there because there's still going to be cameras. Like Arsenal do their own uh, footage. You've got all the media that are going to be there all the time anyway. It's not going to be anywhere near as invasive. But of course, Amazon being there has coincided with a really positive season. So that's really interesting. Uh, Ian says, we actually conceded lots of goals this season, contrary to the statement our defence has improved. And yes, I am counting the first nine goals conceded in the first three matches. I think if you take away that, those first three games, where let's be honest, we didn't have a lot of our first team. Like Ben White had COVID after the first two matches. Gabriel was injured. Partey wasn't in the team either. Tommy Asu wasn't there by that point either. Um, Leno was in goal. We can talk about that and you can conclude those three games. But if you want to include them without context, then you're always going to run out as, you know, looking a little bit skewed in that sense. In terms of what our goals against is, it's 29 this season, which is, you know, less than everybody below us besides Wolves. Uh, I'm looking down the table and only Wolves have conceded more goals than us. The problem is, is that Chelsea, Liverpool and Man City have all conceded at least 10 or more goals less than we have this season. But, you know, we've got a better defensive record than any other side in the league besides the top three and Wolves. So we can't say that we've been bad defensively. And if you take away those nine goals from the first three games of the season where there were so many other circumstances and factors associated with why we were playing not as well as we have been, you know, we've been in a position where we would have been very close to the goal difference of those three teams. So I think it's worth taking that into account, Ian. Uh, Savik says, Tom, do you think the Premier League table should be having a games behind feature like the MLB and the NBA, etc., so that games in hand doesn't become an illusion? No, look, we have to focus on what we've got right now. We want points on the board, Savik. That's the most important thing is that we try and get as far as we feasibly can up the table with the wins. We've got these games in hand. It is what it is. And we'll play them when they come around. But you need to watch. For me, it's not about what the table could look like. It's what the table looks like now and our own control over what we can have uh, in the future of this season. Matthew says, Tom, due to our lack of strength in depth, we'll likely have to go full strength against Liverpool and Villa. I can see us not winning either. It's really difficult how we look at the next three games and how we manage those. Leicester, we have to get a win. Villa, we have to get a win. It might be that we rotate against Liverpool and we play a different kind of system. Maybe we go to a back three at home. We bring Rob Holding in and go to that back three, bring Nuno Tavares in into that wing back row. If Tommy Asu's back for the Leicester game, put him in and then put Cedric in against Liverpool in a right wing back role. Maybe we change things up for those games to apply some rotation and add some new players in. But look, we need to do something because we've got to give ourselves the best opportunity to try and win those games. Dortmund's a great shout, Mizari, uh, Mirazi, sorry, for uh, the greatest academies, uh, definitely. So uh, they also buy plenty of very decent players too. Uh, Marcus says the defence is strong, just not so much yesterday. Do we need a backup right back or do we keep Cedric? I think eventually we do. I think we probably need to move Cedric on and bring someone else in in the summer. But we need to make sure that we've got someone who's of a, a competitive level to Tommy Asu because that's what we need is when he's dropped we bring someone who's just as good saying that I think Cedric's been pretty good in Tommy Asu's stead I thought it was probably his worst game of the the bunch yesterday that he's been playing 
But, you know, he's still been very decent. Henrik says, we've got 13 games to go, 39 points to get. I think we can get around the 22 to 25 points out of that. What do you think? If we were to get 22 to 25 points, if you think 22, we would end the season on 70 points. And if we think about what it's taken in the last kind of uh, league seasons to get into the top four, 70 points has not always been enough. Last season, Chelsea got 67. 70 would have been enough to see you get third in the table last year. Season before that, it also would have been enough. 66 points, Chelsea got 66 points. Did Manchester United get in third? You would have been able to get fourth. 2018-19, though, 71 points Spurs finished on in fourth place. 17-18, 75 points Liverpool finished on. 2016-17, 76 points. It does seem like this COVID era of football means that there's less points that are getting P teams into the top four. Maybe that will change this season. I think of the 39 points to get, we should be targeting about 27 to 30. I think we should be looking to maximum drop three losses between now and the end of the season. Chelsea and Liverpool probably being those two that we'll probably lose. We've got big games against Spurs, Man United. We've got to go to West Ham still. You know, if we can try and get as many wins and as few losses, I know it seems an obvious statement to make, but, you know, 27 to 30 points, I think, is what we really should be aiming for out of those 39 if we want to get in the top four. If we want to get in the top four, we've got to win as many games as possible. 22 to 25 may be enough. But I think 27 to 30 is what we probably need to look at targeting. Uh, Zoo says, please don't buy a backup right back. We need a right back who can compete with Tommy Asu. I think that Brooke Norton Cuffey, actually, in my opinion, coming through the youth ranks is one to keep an eye on. That's for sure. Aaron says, morning, Tom. When are we most likely to play those games that haven't been rescheduled yet, which includes Spurs and Chelsea? I think the Spurs game, they may reschedule towards the end of the season. I was saying this yesterday because I think they might bill it as a bit of a top four decider. Chelsea, I'm not sure. Uh, it's really difficult to know when that could be. Probably end of March, start of April is when you'll see that game. Uh, Matthew says, 27, no chance. If we get 21, I'll be happy. 21 points would mean that you would be dropping 18 of a possible 39. So you're looking at six losses or a significant number of draws. Six losses between now and the end of the season. If you look at our fixtures, if you look at the games we still got to play, Six losses, Leicester, Liverpool, Aston Villa, Palace, Brighton, Southampton, Man United, West Ham, Leeds, Newcastle and Everton. Really? Six losses from those games is what you'd still be happy with? I'm not sure I agree with that. Uh, GGT for you says Arsenal are playing some dope football at the moment. Love to see it. Long may it continue. Uh, Mia says, "Would uh, what would you rather? A squad that sticks together and wins a lot of trophies or a squad that wins a few trophies but produces world-class talent and sells for loads of money? I think that it's, I don't think you can have one or the other, Mia. I think it's a difference between a combination of the two. You've got teams that have a great squad that sticks together and produces some really great talent and wins lots of trophies. That's what you've got to aim for. You can't have a difference between the two. If you had to pick one of them, you always pick the success. But, you know, having a youth system that produces some great talents is always what you need to strive towards as equal to push you towards the, the ambitions and the goals that you set for yourselves as well. Xander, I think we're all going to be Everton fans tonight and hoping that they can pull off something mad against Spurs. I'm not expecting much because Everton are pretty dreadful. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, George says, hi, Tom. Can maybe push for top three if we beat Chelsea? Look, if we can get a result against Chelsea, especially a win at Stamford Bridge, that would be massive. But we, 
have won once at Stanford Bridge since I think 2012, 2013. And that was last season when we were very fortunate to come away with a 1 0 win. So who knows? Maybe we can get a result. We've had draws. The Martinelli goal, if you remember the famous Martinelli goal, got us one. But it's going to be really, really tough. But uh, look, anything from those games is a bit of a bonus, but they're not free hits. Uh, they need to be games in which we approach with the attempt to try and take points away from them. But you can still call a game a bit of a bonus if you get the points because the expectation is that you're probably not going to get them. But we've got to go into that game with, you know, the ambition to try and get points from those games. They're not free hits. Uh, Josh says, Everton still managed to beat us, Tom. Still don't know, honestly, that game. We'll look back on that game if we miss out on top four by one or two points. As and the, and the Burnley home game, how we didn't take all three points in that either. We'll look back on those games as huge moments in the season if we don't end up getting the top four. Really, 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 really struggle with that. Um, it's, tr- it's true to point this out, actually. Stephen Richards says 538 predicts that 69 points, I believe. So 22 to 25 is realistic for top four. If we can get near a 30, maybe third is possible. Uh, yeah, I mean, they predict that Spurs will end end on 63, Man United on 62, and West Ham on 59. If that is the case, that would be great because, I mean, I'm, I've got a wedding, not my own wedding, another wedding on the last game of the season. Yeah, you, I was fuming when I found out. You can't, I can't put into words how fuming I was when I found out. So if we, I'm hoping that we've got nothing to play for on the last game of the season. And we're just sorted because if we are just sorted, you know, I can be relaxed. Otherwise, I'm going to be like checking the phone. I'm going to be checking the phone anyway. But, you know, it's oh, honestly, I'm so angry about that. So angry about it. And apparently I can't get out of it either. Can't get out of it at all. Yeah, uh, we know it's a really bad feed clear away, but the internet in our area at the moment is is very poor. So I can only apologise for that. I'm hoping to sort it out for the Arsenal way stream, but no promises on that one. I'm going to re uh, restart everything and and you know reconnect everything. But who knows if it'll even work? Uh, we are going to wrap things up there. Apologies for the issues with the the quality of the stream. I have no control over it. Uh, blame Sky Internet if you want to blame anyone. And they've been doing a lot of work on the internet around this area. And I can just see a van pulling up outside to sort it even more. So hopefully the internet improves in the days to come, but no promises that it will. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Do drop a like on the video. Do subscribe if you're new. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to see this uh, ugly mug and a little bit of a clearer view for the next show i'll be live on the arsenal lounge this evening eight o'clock i believe as usual and of course 9 30 this morning so in just over an hour's time on the arsenal way plenty of content to come to you guys plenty to discuss plenty to talk about and i look forward to bringing you even more content on football.london in written form over the next eight hours or so have a great day people i'll see you soon and as always up the arsenal It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.